It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the Jackson Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. It's me, it's your girl, DJ Michaela Perkins, and the one and only Shonda Paz. Hello, Shonda. I feel like we just did this. Uh, we have been. I what, don't know why. Three days, but... four days. <laughs> I feel like Two we TGSPs in a week. You should feel. You should. Y'all, the viewers, should consider yourselves lucky, thankful, and grateful, and blessed, and blessed, blessed and highly favored. Yes. Um, hello to everyone in the comments. Jan, Charles, Elizabeth, Charles. Hello, hello, hello. It's so good to see you all. Thank you for joining us for a second time this week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I not, I'm not an, wearing any green. I know. I'm she an idiot. Forgot that today was St. Patrick's Day. It's really sad too because it's my grandma's favorite holiday, and I just and I am Irish. I have Irish Speaking heritage. Of grandma's happy birthday to my grandma. Grew up thinking I was Irish. We talked about this earlier in the week, but I grew up thinking I was Irish because my grandma's birthday was on St. Patrick's Day. Oh. I'm That's not. really cute. Um, well, there's, there's probably some <laughs> Irish in there. You know how the Europeans get down, but um, I'm not Irish, sadly. Um, well, sadly. I am, um, and it was my grandmother's favorite holiday, so I'm very sorry that I forgot to wear green today. I apologize. I will have to make up for it somehow. Um, do you have any fun plans for St. Patrick's Day? Um, watching ASU dance. There you go. And then depending on how the night goes, might end up at, I don't know if you know this, but Craig is throwing a St. Patrick's Day party. I've heard. Um, it's been very low key. He hasn't really talked about it too, too much. Yeah. Not um, a lot out there. But he's doing it tonight. So depending on how this game goes, if I'm in a good, if I'm in a good mood, I might head over there afterwards. There you go. Let's we'll hope. See. What Let's do you, you have plans tonight, don't you? That don't yeah. involve hanging out with any of us? I know. I'm very sorry. Craig is very upset about it and he won't let me live it down. I am going to a concert tonight with my best friend Carly. So very excited for that. Um, it is not Taylor Swift. I am not a Swifty. Thank I at least yeah. I don't know if I would judge you more if you were a Swifty or a I'm actually I'm judging you more for being a country music fan. But <laughs> you judge me constantly. I do judge I you constantly. I can never escape your judgment. Yeah, well you bring it on yourself. What concert are you going to? Uh Whiskey Myers. Hmm. Also, Jan Paul Edward Dios asking what my background is. At first I was like, it's the same as Max. What do you mean? It's a wall. Um I'm black and white, though, to answer your question. <laughs> I'm Norwegian and Italian, though, on the white side. So that's um, fun. St. Patrick was Italian, Sean, I think. Sean and chat chime in. Do we oh. want Sean's legs in the sh in the shot, or should I zoom in? Oh, God. Well, Shin, I can go <laughs> sideways, get some okay. thigh in there. I'm Not the in. legs. 
Um, well, if you need some plans for St. Patrick's Day, our friends at Four Peaks are having a St. Patty's Day bash down at their Four Peaks H Street Pub. Of course, you can go there and enjoy some delicious Four Peaks beer. There are a variety to choose from. My favorite, of course. What is happening? Shane's getting real uncomfortable for my by my thighs. You're giving everyone who's watching the show whiplash. Yeah, for real. Um, they have great selection of beers. My favorite is the Hazy IPA. I'm sure they're going to be doing green beer. I don't know for sure, I know but Craig, I would imagine. Craig said he stocked up on um, Four Peaks, and I specifically requested green beer, so there should be. Well, I'm talking green about the Eighth Street Pub. Dude, oh, I go, can't speak to that. I'm one. going sicko mode tonight. I'm going sicko mode too. I'm. Sh- I don't know if they have green beer, but honestly, does it? Does it really matter? It's Four Peaks. It's yeah, taste it's Four Peaks. Whether it's green or not, it's still the best beer on the face of the planet. So make sure if you don't have plans, you head down to the Eighth Street Pub in Tempe to join them for their St. Patrick's Day party. You can hang out with anyone you find there. It's a great place to make friends. Go to Four Peaks. Don't <laughs> deprive so yourself fun. of fun like Shane has deprived the people of my legs, which the chat clearly Wanted. is asking for. Four Peaks. Hang out with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> must be 21 years or older, obviously, to enjoy a Four Peaks beer. Also, want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Mountain Mike's. They supplied pizza for the office this week. And although I didn't get to partake in any of it, which I'm very upset about because I've never missed a Mountain Mike's week, um, I'm very jealous of the rest of my coworkers for getting to enjoy that delicious pepperoni pizza, which is my favorite. Yeah, so after coming back from Vegas and being absolutely exhausted, there's nothing like free pizza to get your just put you right back back on the right track. Yeah, that's the best way to get back on up and up. If you want some of that delicious Mountain Mike's pizza, make sure to check out any of their locations in Mesa Chandler or Tucson. You can head over to mountainmikespizza.com to place your order. Reminder, if you are a new diehard, you'll get a $50 voucher upon signing up. All right, Shawnee. It's madness season, baby. Yeah, let's get mad. I'm don't act like you're excited. You shouldn't be happy. Oh my god, I really don't want to hear this. No, we're just you gonna, we're don't really act like you didn't bring this on yourself. And also, don't add pretend surprise that this is happening right now. Um, we are in the middle of March Madness, the yeah, round of well, sixty-four. We are in the middle of March Madness. Y'all are on the back end okay. of March Madness. Uh, the play-in tournament is over, as well as the round of sixty-four is happening right now. Sean, what has been your favorite game so far in March Madness? You what know is- the answer to that question. Tell the people what my favorite game is. You is know it the really? answer to that question. Of course it's Princeton beating U of A. Uh, what? Uh, there's, a, there's two. It's Princeton beating U of A and ASU embarrassing Nevada in the first four. Um, but I am of the group that doesn't really consider the first four part of the tournament. So my favorite tournament game is the nerds from Princeton, none of which had scholarships to be playing basketball, um, beating the the blue blood that is the university of arizona wildcats all right well let's try to be impartial for the next like 30 ish minutes of this podcast fine <laughs> um outside of that Furman beating yeah, virginia was, my I'm favorite game has been Furman virginia super anti-virginia and i knew they were fraud so i love being proven right i wanted to make sure that i had my bracket pulled up for this because i wanted everyone to see that i picked Furman As to win against virginia i don't know can you see this look at that red spot in the bottom right there yeah, that's the Arizona. I had them true. all the way. I had, the I had Furman as well. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. I also had SDSU. I did not pick Arizona to lose to Princeton. I didn't think they were I that big either. of frauds. I had Arizona um, in the Elite Eight. I had Arizona losing in the round of 32 to Mizzou, so I had somewhat of an idea. Um, also, the, Elizabeth yes. saying at least the women's team won today. I Listen, I'm like Mac with the men's team with a U of A's women's team. 
I love Miss Adia Barnes. Adia Barnes is the most badass woman on the face. I would die for that woman. She might be a fraud, though. Just saying. I'm obsessed with Adia. So I'm definitely cheering for the U of A women's team. I will always have a soft spot for the U of A women's team. Me as well. Me as well. But yes, I also thought Virginia was going to be a fraud. I never have any faith in Virginia ever at any moment in time. So I picked for him to upset them. And I was I'm, right. I can't believe we're agreeing on something about this tournament. Oh, I know. It's wild. <laughs> who would have thought? Um, but, but yes, Elizabeth, go Wildcats and Adia Barnes, who is the most badass woman on the face of the planet. Also wanted to give a shout out to and a big congratulations to Elizabeth, who most recently got married oh, this shit. week. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Congratulations, Elizabeth. We hope you and your spouse are very happy. Very, very happy. Um, but yes. So let's talk about it because I don't think anyone maybe outside of the three of the ASU guys here thought that the Wildcats were going to be upset by Princeton. Oh, none of us thought that. No, no, no. Don't say that. I said before the game I thought it was going to I didn't. I didn't Sean, think it was going no, to happen, but I thought there was a very good chance. I thought there was a very good chance. So I was, I was not completely out on the possibility of it happening. And it's not only because of U of A. Like I said, Ivy League schools do not mess around in the first round of this tournament. They always show up to play. Yes. Well, I, for one, did not expect any of that to happen. I know that we talked about it a little bit on Monday's show, but I think I didn't think that this Wildcats team was as talented as no. last year's Objectively, Wildcats it's team. Not, Objectively, sure, yeah. um, I genuinely thought last year's team was better. Is, so yeah. I wasn't expecting a lot from this team, considering that like I saw how hard it was for last year's team to make it past the Sweet 16 and they didn't. Um, so I wasn't really mm -hmm. thinking that there was going to be like this crazy surge from the Wildcats this year because I just didn't think the team was the same. Um, but I also wasn't expecting them to lose in the first round to Princeton. Yeah, I mean, I listen, <clears throat> as much as I thought it was definitely possible, um, I picked U of A to advance in the first round of this tournament in my bracket. So I didn't I didn't think it was going to happen. Like I said, I thought there was yeah. a good chance of it happening. But you asked me before the game who I thought was going to win put money on it. I was going to I would have been on U of A. Yeah. Um, so your initial reaction then was shock. Surprise? Um, no, no, no. I wasn't surprised because like I said, I saw this as a possibility. Yeah. But I I did I would never like I said, I never would have put money on Princeton winning this game. Mm. Um but I this is exactly kind of what I thought this team was. I mean, A, when you get into you get to March and you get to late in a close game, especially when the seeds are this lopsided, all the pressure is on U of A. There is not really any pressure on the underdog in that situation, on Princeton. Um, and so there's that. And U of A had let bad teams hang around them all year. They did this with Oregon State, who was a bottom two team in the conference. Yeah. Um, like, they, they let bad teams hang around. And so I, I, said, I said, you cannot do that in the tournament. You might, you just might get caught and lose. Yeah. And that's what happened. Um, that's what Tommy said, too, in his press conference after the game. He was like, we let them hang around, and yeah. they came back to bite us. Yeah. Um, it definitely, the it. wheels fell off the wagon for sure there. They did have a 12-point lead, yeah. but they kind of squandered that. And then uh, down the stretch, it was really, really bad. They went uh, 0 for 7 from the field. And they kind of just, like, the wheels fell off mm -hmm. the wagon so fast. It was like, oh, shoot. Like, it wasn't one of those upsets like Furman in Virginia where you're like, the Wildcats, like, you know, were keeping ahead and clawing their way. And they were, like, upset at the last second. Yeah. It was like, oh, like, they're going to lose this game type yeah. of I mean, Princeton was the better team for the, the, the last five minutes of Which that game. It's crazy because Princeton shot 18% from yeah. three. Yeah, I mean, you look at that game, it was not it was not a two offenses going crazy no. by well, any means. The, it was the bad same basketball. shooting uh, difficulties were for the Wildcats, too. They went yeah. three for 16 from long range and four for seven from the three throw line. If you so. took logos off of the jerseys and numbers off the broadcast, you would you would think you're watching a YMCA game like that was like, you, thought, yeah. you would think you're watching a regular season Ivy League game that was objectively a bad basketball it, it was, game. It, it, was, was it was really bad basketball, basketball. Sure. um 
And and I, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of really good players on U of A, but I think even early in the year, um, Tommy Lloyd had a quote early on the season where he was like, I just didn't feel like these guys were like all a cohesive unit. Yeah. And it didn't really ever feel like they no. really ever got to that point. Um, I mean, Kirk Reese just was not good Horrible. this year, specifically shooting. Um, so he, bad. And he did not Especially in big game. moments. He, he just... He, started 0 for 6 or something like that. It just was not a great shooting performance from him, yeah. naturally, um, which also you have to ask the question, why is he on the court, especially late in the game, when you have a guy like Kylan Boswell, who is I think is going to be a star, a foundational corner piece of the Conference of Champions, if you will. Um, but so that, that's a question to ask of Tommy Lloyd. Yeah. Um, but Azulis Tabellas, I don't like his drive. I think he kind of checks out at times. He, he's kind of soft. Um, there's, he I did think, contribute 22 points in the yeah. game, but he also had six turnovers. Yes, and exactly. the ball handling was like horrendous. It was such yeah. a sloppy game. Uh, the Wildcats turned it over 13 times and Princeton turned it over 11. So it was just... It was bad basketball the whole way. And I think when you when you get into games like that, it's going to favor the underdog. Yeah. Um, because they, just, they want it more. Want a little bit more. Yeah, they more I, I honestly think that's what it came down to. Like it just Princeton just wanted it more at the end. Yeah. Um, and then they, they got it. Uh, there's not much more to it than that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I do think Princeton wanted it more and Arizona just didn't have like that spark to keep them going. And it just was not a pretty game. Um, mm -hmm. We kind of you kind of mentioned Julius Tabellis. Um, he did have 22 points, but he did have a lot of turnovers as well. Um, I think out of all of the players on the roster, I think Julius is probably the one who has a chance of uh, making it to the NBA. Yeah. Um, and so people, I mean, even in the press conference, people were asking like, what's gonna, like, what are your plans? Like, which is a stupid question because the kids almost never answer that question. Yeah. Um, they're always like, I need to take time like, to think about it. I don't know what my pieces. future holds, blah, blah, blah. Um, but do you think Zoo, this is the last time that we see Zoo? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, lo I looked at a lot of mock drafts during the Pac-12 tournament. Um, and a lot of them had him going late second round. One of them had him getting drafted by the Suns in the second round, actually. Oh. Um, but I, I I I don't know if his stock is going to be any higher than it is now. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, honorary All American, I believe, um, probably will finish second in Pac-12 Player of the Year voting. MVP um, of the Pac-12 tournament. <laughs> yeah, MVP of the Pac-12 tournament. He did finish second. Oh, he did finish second. Yeah, okay. won it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this I mean, is like yeah, the peak I, for Zim. I don't know if his stock is going to get much higher, especially after. I, like, I, yeah, I just don't know what his drive is going to be to keep trying to win at this level. Yeah, quite honest, because you didn't really see it yesterday. Something in the water in Tucson that makes big men just not really care about basketball for the full forty minutes of the mm. game. Yeah. DeAndre. Oh my oh, God, uh, Shane. Ooh, ah, tough. Ah. Tough. <laughs> um, tough. Yeah, I agree. I think this is the last time we see see Zoo in a Wildcats uniform. I think you kind of laid it out perfectly. Like he's reached the pinnacle of his career for the Wildcats, and like there's really not much left to accomplish. And we're gonna talk about this in a second, but I just don't see. Um, a way for him to succeed more than he has, I guess, mm -hmm. um, for the Wildcats. So I mean, I mean, realistically, he could come back and he could be National Player of the Year, actually win Pac-12 Player of the Year, win his third straight Pac-12 championship. But yeah. I guess the question ultimately is how much is that a motive? Because if you've accomplished a lot of, I mean, you already won two Pac-12 championships, you've been close to the, the Conference Player of the Year. Um, I think the question has to be, do you really think that you have anything to gain, both draft stock or making a deep run in the tournament, and I don't know that he does. And so, yeah, I, I think the, I think for him, going to the draft is probably the right choice. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think Zoo should go for the draft. Um, I just, I don't know. And we're going to, someone in the comments saying, Tommy, coach, will eat this all offseason. We're going to talk about Tommy in a second. But um, 
I just, I don't, I don't see, unless Tommy pulls off some miracle, like some miracle recruiting and uh, can get just like this team together. I just don't see them going for it all next year. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. it's tough because, I mean, they weren't able to do it with Coloco and Ben Matherin, who yeah. were two of the best players in the country. Um, and Dalen Terry. And Dalen Terry. And now they don't have any of that. Uh, like I said, I, I am a, a big fan of Colin Boswell. I think he's going to be a very good player, but... Outside of that, like I don't really, I don't like Pell Larson. I don't like Kirk Risa. I think Umar has Umar Bala has a lot of room to grow. I don't think Visar is going to be that guy unless you ask. Uh, um, what's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Foundational to... corner piece of the conference champions. Oh, uh, Bill Walton. <laughs> Bill Walton. I kept wanting to say Bill Russell, and I was like, I know that second part's not right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously Tommy is is pretty good at his job especially when it comes to recruiting european kids yes um but is that going to be enough i don't know they, they have a non-european uh, four-star basically a five-star coming in next year and kj lewis who's yep. a dog yep. so mm -hmm. also uh, the the only last thing i'll say about u of a is my god their fans are the worst not just to us but to themselves they started turning on players yesterday yeah. which i think is disgusting yeah they're 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 collegiate athletes but Calling for Tommy Lloyd's head. Yeah. The dude has lost 11 games yeah. in two years. Well, we, were just, we were just about to talk about that. You read our minds. Um, we obviously can't history. talk about the Wildcats without talking about Tommy Lloyd. Um, I was shocked by the reaction yesterday <laughs> while I was perusing the internet following the loss of the game. People were saying they wanted Sean Miller back. You guys, Tommy Lloyd has been the head coach of the Arizona Wildcats for two seasons and has won two conference championships, which I guess you can say does or does not matter in the grand scheme of things. But regardless, two conference championships and has taken his team to the NCAA tournament also twice in those two years he's been head coach. Obviously, last year they went to Sweet 16, so it was a little bit more successful. Mm -hmm. But I and I'm not trying to like make this something that it's not like genuinely. I was on Wildcats Twitter and people were like screaming that they wanted Sean Miller back. That Tommy Lloyd is not the guy. And I'm like. Am I living in an alternate universe? Like, yeah. in what world is Tommy listen, Lloyd not the guy for this team? Listen, there's two ways you can look at this. Because you look at that that first year with Tommy Lloyd. You look at Coloco and Ben Matherin. Those are guys that Miller had gotten there. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, they were not half of the players they were under Tommy Lloyd under Sean Miller. So, uh, I, I mean, that's obviously ridiculous. I mean, outside of the fact that Sean Miller was just maybe not the best of people, Um Tommy Lloyd is, like I said, the winningest head coach in college basketball history in their first two years. Yep. I don't, you can't, you're not, how are you just going to give up on that? I mean, yeah. I understand it's it's tough, and I guess I, I can't really relate to this considering the teams that I root for, but it's <laughs> tough when you consistently have really, really high expectations and you fall flat of them yeah. almost every single time, um, especially when you have an image of yourself as being one of the best programs in the country. I can understand that frustration, but to give up after two years is ridiculous. Yeah, um, crazy. Especially I understand not wanting to go the other way, but yeah, he's, he's done so much in his first two years compared to, I think, what you could have reasonably expected him to do, mm -hmm. right? Like, the man's won two conference championships, yeah, and he did the second one with a significantly worse team than he did the first one, mm -hmm. like a significantly worse team, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. And he did it over what was, I think, a better UCLA team. Uh, obviously, they had injury problems at the point, but still... Like he's been so successful. I don't yeah. think you I, I I think if you were asking if you're calling for his head, you're not a real fan. Yeah, absolutely. And I know the players feel the same way we do because I asked them at the Pac-12 mm -hmm. tournament like what it was like to play for a coach like Tommy. And they of course, like uh, well, they were talking to us, but like they had like above and beyond things to say yeah. about him as a coach. Like outside of just the general, like 
he's a player's coach. We love it. Like they really went in on how much they do enjoy playing for Tommy Lloyd. And yeah. I know that's kind of like a status quo, what you would expect from players when your coach is like sitting right next to you. But like I've been in countless press conferences where like the players are just, you know, yeah, it's great. But like they really did care yeah. and they showed that they cared and they said so many great things about Tommy. Um, so yeah. I just don't think it's fair to call for Tommy's head in this situation. It's like, absolutely not. I, d yeah. I don't know what else he could have done better. Like, people are saying, like, he's not, like, the right motivator, that he's yeah. not harsh enough, that he's not yeah. a commander enough. But, like, I, I see what ha what happens when you have a coach like that, and I don't think it looks fun either. Like, yeah, I, uh, Cronin for UCLA well, that's is, what like, I was a, just about to bring up. It's a double-edged sword, for sure, because I, 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 there is a question about motivation or having too long of a leash. I think, obviously, Bobby has a very different demeanor than Tommy, but I think it's similar in the sense that, uh, we, we consider him somewhat of a player's coach and, and having a lot of trust in his guys. Yeah. And sometimes, especially on an ASU team that's less talented than U of A, that can go a little too far and yeah. they might be they might start taking bad shots, blah, 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 blah. But on the other hand, like, and I can only speak for me personally, obviously there's guys who get motivated by that harsher treatment, but like this is something that the Sun Devil guys have talked a lot, a lot especially sitting behind the UCLA bench at the Pac-12 tournament. Like, I am not a fan of Mick Cronin's coaching style no. or what I believe is Sean Miller. Like, I'm not a fan of guys that kind of, that seem to demean their players yes. in a lot of ways. And obviously, like Mick Cronin, he had the Pac-12 player of the year, so you could only be so negative about his coaching style. Yeah. But like, personally, it's not my my thing. So, um. Maybe maybe it's a bad thing that he's he's as nice as he is, but I don't guys are going to enjoy so. playing for him. And like you said, you saw that with this U of A team. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Tommy Lloyd deserves all the flowers, even following that loss. So and he's a, like a leader of like I think there's something to be said for like like because you're you're taking children and turning them into men. Yeah, you're with totally. them more than anybody else. Like I think there's something to be said for a good person who turns these young kids into good men. But yeah. That's why I don't bag on anybody that's been in the program for so long is they wouldn't keep them around if they were ruining kids' lives. Mick yeah. Cronin yeah. is not ruining kids' oh, no, lives. No, I don't think he's ruining kids' no. lives. I, and, I think, and I think it works. The one thing I will say about Tommy Lloyd that I didn't like yesterday, this is a setback, was a quote that he said in his press conference. Brother, this is not a setback. The season is over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I mean, I, I don't know if he meant that in the context of like the future of the program because I definitely think it might be a little bit of a setback in the sense that kind of seems like this is U of A's MO. They get their hopes up and then they don't really do anything. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, I can understand that being discouraging to some kids. But the reality is if you're coming out west to play basketball, I still don't think there's a better program than U of A. That's just the reality of it. Like, yeah. um, I I, I'm not, I, I understand Gonzaga, Gonzaga, but I would rather play in a real conference. I understand UCLA, but they also <laughs> the haven't done anything in years. The way you hate Gonzaga just makes me laugh. It's not, that I hate, it's not that I hate Gonzaga, but they don't play in a real conference. They have one yeah. other legitimate team. They have one other team in the, con in the tournament. More Final Fours than U of A in the past generation. That is true. That is true. Um, but, <laughs> like, I, I, I think U of A is the best program for kids out West, yeah. ultimately. Um if you keep getting bounced early in the tournament, it's only going to mean so much. So Yeah, that we'll see, is very true. The worst thing for U of A is if UCLA goes on a big run in this tournament, and then it might be a little bit of a setback. Yeah, that's going to hurt a little bit. But then again, they're going, again, to, they're going 10, to a so. different conference, so it <laughs> doesn't really matter that much. Um, well, very sorry, U of A fans, that you had to watch your team get upset by an Ivy League school. Not, that I'm is not. always a bummer. I'm not. <laughs> hey, let's back the pack, okay, no. guys? Absolutely U of A not. fans don't deserve that. Absolutely not. <laughs> We hear so much shit 
And 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 then when you when when they when we come at them, they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, they your program ASU? isn't anything." I'm like, "Okay, sure, but your program is supposed to be something because you tell us that every <laughs> gosh darn day you when we're literally talking about softball, out of conference softball, where we haven't played you guys in fucking um three months, and you're still bringing shit up." Yeah. This, is the, this is the reaction I was hoping for when I said back to twelve, back to pack. Um, all right. I would if they would. Before we talk about Facts. the Sun Devils. <laughs> Let's talk about DraftKings because yep. uh, you can bet on the match March Madness tourney happening right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. There are some fun games happening today, including the Arizona State Sun Devils taking on TCU later this evening. When does U of A play? What? When does U of A play? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Sean, when, <laughs> what team do you have bets on today? Um, Well, the, the ASU crew all bet on USC earlier today, and it did Ugh. not go well. So I think I'm going to have to bet on TCU just to, you know, balance things out, get US or ASU uh, the W. What other games do we have going on today? I mean, obviously, Purdue is going to. Do you have any money on St. Mary's uh, I, I have money on Iowa State, and that's not going very well. They're oh, down, no. What is it, 18-2? Oh, no. Not to Pittsburgh. I know. Dog. I know. I have Iowa State losing to Xavier. I, I have Pittsburgh Sean Miller's Xavier um, in the next round anyways. Um, I have Drake. Yeah, Drake. Big on Drake. I'm anti-Miami, anti-ACC <laughs> basketball. Um, Break it on your knee. Down you. What? Break it on your knee. Oh, no. That's so much work. They don't. You don't want to see my legs. Um, yeah, that's true. So I'm big on Drake. Big upset over Miami. 12-5 game. I just love March Madness so much. Games. It's honestly one of my favorite times of the year. Like watching games that, like the, yeah. um, what am I trying to say? The Virginia upset yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it is, there is magic. It into my veins. I, I was thinking about this on my drive home last night. Like, I was by myself and I'm like, there really is nothing like March. Like, it is pure chaos. Like, anything can happen. It's yeah. pure chaos. It's beautiful. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's so fun to watch. It's even more fun if you have money on the line. Mm-hmm. It gets your heart rate really going. <laughs> that does. Um, and if you want to put some money on the games, you can by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligible restrictions apply. See show notes for details. But hey, listen, if you maybe don't want to put your money on basketball and instead want to spend it on some new golf gear for the range. Like if you're a U of A fan, uh, you have a lot of free time. <laughs> spend it on the spend it golf. I'm sorry to the Wildcats fans in the comments. No. I'm being impartial like a good host should be. You don't, have to listen not, to him. You throwing up the, the claw in the last yeah. show is not you being impartial. That's you again, taking a side. Again. It was incendiary. It, ser- it served a purpose. Again, we, have, we don't do this. Yeah, but when like we the, have the opportunity, we do it. They, the, U of they A fans, brought the, this on themselves. We were so kind and quiet for most of the year because we know our place. But currently, our place is in the tournament. Yours is at home, so I'm gonna talk my shit. Um. Well, anyways, or you yours can be on the golf money course. Money on new golf gear instead of betting money on uh, basketball, which both are equally well, valid. Those dose. I, yeah, do both honestly. You can do so by heading over to badbirdygolf.com. They have the best, most stylish, most comfortable golf gear in the game. I'm not even kidding you guys. It is beautiful. It's men's polos, women's polos. They've got sweatshirts, sweatpants, zip-ups, polos, hoodies, whatever you want. They've got it. They just dropped a bunch of new gear as well. 
which I mean, honestly, what else could you ask for? New Bad Birdie is always the best. Just yeah. head on over to badbirdiegolf.com. Use promo code PHNX Sports underscore 15 for 15% off your entire order at badbirdiegolf.com. If you're like me, you, you, just because if you're bad at golf, you at least got to look good. Look good, yeah. Get look- the whole fit. Because when you if you if you post a picture of you on the golf course and you're the only one that looks like a golfer, you don't got to post your score. People are just going to think you're good at golf. Yeah, there so, you go. Fool them all. Drip down. Who's going to know? Flick up and be bad at golf. Like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the Arizona State Sun Devils because yeah. they mollywopped Nevada in the playing tournament. Holy shit. It really wasn't <laughs> much of a game. Uh, the Sun Devils won 98 to 73. It was very much a Des Cambridge and Warren Washington revenge game. Um, I mean, I, like we could go through the stats, but all the stats What's like were matter? so good. Like, yeah, I literally like the stats. Everyone looked good. Everyone played good. <laughs> it was it was the most dominant basketball game. I mean, and you don't have to take this for my word. Doug Tamara, who watches every game and has been doing this for years, said this is probably the best. They game shot sixty four percent from the floor. Like it was it was sixty four percent. Like the first whistle, Nevada made the first basket. They had a three point lead, and they never had a lead for the rest of the game. ASU dominated. Dominated. It was it was like every facet of the game. Everyone the bench played well. Jermaine Neal went crazy off the bench back in his home state. DJ Horn like, had twenty DJ points. DJ obviously you mentioned Dez and, and Warren. Dev himself had over fifteen points, like or had fifteen points. I don't remember if it was exactly fifteen. No, he had like DJ nine, finished 19. with the highest point total in a first four game ever. Yeah, it was it was an absolute dominance both on an individual and team level. It was a master class coaching wise from Bobby. Um and the reality is it's like it's not like Nevada came out here and just shit the bed the whole time like they they started the game hitting like five threes they their first like 18 points i think were from behind the arc it was ridiculous yeah um so they they didn't play like downright terrible basketball it was just asu playing some of the best basketball basketball this program has ever seen in a single game yeah their first half output was a season high for asu like they averaged 41 percent shooting from the floor this season and they shot 64 percent from the floor Mm -hmm. in that game so like just Total dominance. It was really cool to see, especially because I was worried. Don't jump down my throat. Obviously, playing that many games in the Pac-12 tournament and then traveling here for the selection show and then traveling to Dayton is a lot. So I was a little worried that they were going to be a little tired and they were going to come out flat. Um, but they came out and shut me up real fast yeah. because they just took it to them and they did not stop, like foot on the gas yeah. the whole time. I understand that concern, but this is the kind of team that I think thrives off of off of a i mean a they're a really deep team so they have the legs to to withstand playing a lot like this yeah and i mean a nevada was going through the same thing um if not less time off i don't remember exactly how far they got in their tournament but um less time off tcu um got or or nevada Yeah. yeah nevada got one extra day of rest oh they got one extra okay um but I mean, still, they were going through a similar thing. Obviously, coming from a, the same part of the country, more or less, yeah. flying out the Dayton. Um, but ASU is the kind of team that I think thrives off of playing a lot. They, in fact, they they tend to struggle when they come off of big breaks. Um, so I like it, and I think the team likes it. Like they they like being in the trenches and staying kind of locked in and engaged with this, the game. And I think it ultimately, uh, I think it ultimately benefited them. Um, yeah, can I, absolutely. Can I but. Can sure. I burst in for something? Go ahead. Um, there's only three spots left on the takeover. Damn. Yeah. Oh, shit. So go get your tickets right now. Get your tickets okay. Right Do now. we have the graphic by chance? Uh, I'll find it. I can stall while you find it. Um, For those of you who don't know, we are going to do a takeover yet again. Last night we had one, and it was so much fun. We watched the Suns 
beat the magic and it was honestly an electric factory we got to pregame together at the desmond and then we walked over to the arena together to watch the game and we are doing it again we are doing another takeover it's going to be april 6th and it's the game versus the nuggies which we all know is going to be insane considering that we all believe the nuggets are frauds and kd could potentially be back by then so that's another huge thing um not to mention the tickets are lower level tickets Mm. you also get food and drink included with your ticket at the desmond and you will also get a valley sicko t-shirt with this ticket i mean there's really no reason not to get a ticket to this game like you get the chance of seeing kd play against the fraudulent denver nuggets who Mm -hmm. somehow clinched the fucking first seed in the western conference Broads. annoying Broads. um they are the U of A of the west so go grab your ticket while you can the diehard ticket it's a discount for diehards it's in the discord so go get your discounted tickets if you're a diehard if not the other tickets are available by using the link on our twitter at phnx underscore sports or at phnx underscore sons also i'll give you a hack like the difference between the diehard price and the regular price is like forty dollars. Yeah. If you become a diehard, you not only save the forty dollars on that, you also get like a fifty dollar free voucher voucher for free pizza from Mountain Mike's, and you get another free T shirt. So ultimately, you're saving money. I think if you become a diehard and sign up, so just yeah, become a diehard. You're one you're one hundred percent saving money. It's, it saving makes time. economic sense to become a diehard. It's basically free money. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, any other thoughts on the ASU Nevada game before no. we move on? To they kicked their ass. It was an absolute ass kicking. It's what they needed to do. I think it it uh, exercised a lot of demons for Bobby Hurley, especially considering uh, the, the narrative, I guess, that there was coming yeah. from some people leading into this game that he should be fired regardless of what happened. I'm not yeah. going to name it. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk bit. about that if you want to. That shit was nuts. It was. I mean, that's what. Bizarre. That's what that person does. I don't think does. we should. I'm not going to. Yeah. I don't think we should. It's I, what, think, I think it's what he wants. Yeah. It's okay. what that Clickbait. person does. And obviously, um, I mean, he was obviously wrong, but it was also the first time I wrote an article from them in a while. So um, he did get it. He did what he wanted to do. But um, yeah, I mean, I do think it was it was huge for Bobby Hurley. It, it, it That was the big question. Could he get past the it's one thing to make the tournament. Can you get past that? that those playing games? Because um, last time he was there, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um and he did this time. And I, yeah. think it, I do think it meant a lot for Bobby and the program to, to kind of pass that hurdle. Um, and like I said, like I keep saying, somebody's got to be the Cinderella. Why not us? Why not us? Um, well, the ASU Sun Devils are taking on the TCU Horn Frogs later this evening. And if you're nervous what? about the game, I recommend popping an OGs Ooh. before it tips off because or that two. is the only way to keep your nerves in check yeah. while you watch the Devils dance with the frogs um i can't recommend the happy balance <laughs> strawberries and cream gummies enough they are a cbd and a thc gummy with a one-to-one ratio but they also have great indica great sativa gummies mm-hmm. with a variety of flavors the orange creamsicle is honestly elite is. and i just think of no better thing to do than to take an ogs and watch basketball and does sound like a vibe or you can yeah. celebrate afterwards with ogs yeah ogs makes you feel like the hypno toad Um, they're obviously the best gummies in arizona because they are scratch made right here in the state um and like i said their strawberries and cream happy balance gummies are live and on the shelves you can find them at your local dispensary or by checking out ogsbrands.com you must be 21 years or older to enjoy all right rounding out the show we've got the tcu matchup with asu if you're a fan of defenses this is a game for you baby baby. they both have a top 30 defense obviously with tcu being 20th and arizona state being 29th so um i'm 
I'm honestly really excited for this game. I am a little bit nervous. Obviously, I still have the same nerves as I did before with the Nevada game because of the rest factor. TCU obviously had not ha- has not had to play a play-in game, obviously. Nope. So uh, they are well-rested. And um, I'm just a little bit nervous for the Devils, but I'm definitely not counting them out. Um, what are your thoughts heading into this matchup, Sean? Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's pretty big loss for TCU. They lost their big man, um, Lankin, right before the Big 12 tournament. So he hasn't been with the team. Um, and that's a big loss when you're coming up against a team that has a seven-footer who can, who can play pretty good basketball from time to time. Um, so I'm looking for that matchup specifically to see what ASU does in the paint because there have been games where they have done really well in the paint recently. They can do that. I think it's good. I mean, if they do half of what they did against Nevada, they're winning the game. I don't think it matters what team they're playing. If you're shooting like that, you're going to win yeah. a basketball game every single time. Um, I'm not going to expect – I don't expect that performance. I think nope. that was a once-in-a-lifetime performance for any team, especially this team, a team that does not do that, does not do – does not play well, period, offensively a lot of times, let alone that well. Um, so this is going to be a defensive battle. I think I predicted like a 65-60 win, somewhere around there, like a, a low to mid-60s. I think it's probably what we're going to be looking at for the score here. It is definitely going to be a little grimy. Um, but similar to that U of A AS or that U of A um, Princeton game, I think when you get grimy, you get in a close game late. Ultimately, it's going to come down to the pressure is going to be on the higher seed. The pressure is going to be um, on TCU, and it's going to come down to the team that wants it more. And I've said it all year: no one wants anything more than Duke Brennan wants it. And I think that <laughs> that that is stands for this whole team. Like this team clearly wants to win. Yeah. Bobby wants to win. They and I think they're having a lot of fun right now. If this is a close, grimy game late, I I, I side with ASU. DraftKings yeah. has the total at 142. Wow. So. Why are you reading my mind? I was Under. literally just about to ask. <laughs> Under. Uh, um, what's the spread? Uh, five. Last I saw. ASU's Here's dogs. Some, yeah, ASU's dog. Here's something fun. How many teams are there in college basketball? 160-something. <laughs> 208. Bro. 350 Division One basketball teams. Damn. Yeah. So I'm thinking what number... Balls. Is okay. ASU ranked three point or uh, TCU ranked in three point field goal percentage? How many teams did you say there were? Three hundred fifty. I'll go two eighty one. It has to be low. Yeah, like two hundred. Three hundred and thirty eight. Oh my! They are worse than ASU. So this oh. is all about three point variance. This game tonight, whichever team can hit the three point ball tonight, is going to win. Live yeah. by the three, I mean, we saw against Nevada that ASU is is definitely susceptible to the three point ball. Uh, but we also saw against ASU that or against Nevada that ASU just shows up sometimes and shoots the lights out. Um, if and again, if they do that against against this TCU team somehow, oh boy, it might get ugly and for yes, the Horn Frogs. Daniel, we are doing another watch along. Yes, we are. Yay! Tune into our YouTube channel and watch the Sun Devil guys watch this game too, and watch with them. You know, just with everyone's special guest. With the special guest, ASU tight end Jalen Conyers will be joining us for that and the future NFL tight end. Future NFL tight end. You'll love to see it. Um, yeah, live by the three, die by the three. So I honestly am pulling for the Devils. Obviously, but I don't think that this is like a David and Goliath situation. Like, I think this is a pretty, this no. is going to be a good basketball game. Like, yeah. I mean, like I've said, ASU is better than 11 seed. They, they are at the very least, they should not have had to play in a play in game. I think they're better than NC State, who managed to somehow get straight to an 11 seed without a play in game, despite only having one quad win and then playing in a fraudulent ass ACC conference or AC conference, I would guess it would be. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it I think if the Devils come out and punch TCU in the mouth to start and just don't like don't give them a reason to, you know, pull away or, you know, just keep the game close, I think TCU is going to be shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't think TCU is expecting it. So, I think- like I said, if ASU shoots well, 
If you if, if we come out and Dez hits like a big three early, or specifically if DJ hits a big three early and he starts talking to shit like he was early on in that <laughs> Nevada game, you might as well get on the plane right back to Dallas. <laughs> Warm up the buzz, baby. Right back to Dallas. <laughs> We're fucking here. If Micah Bruno starts talking his shit from the bench, Bruno, excuse me, it's over. Um, so you might, yeah. It, it could get really ugly for TCU, but this is also, it could get, this is an ASU team that lost by 40 to San Francisco. Oh, well, it is an ASU team that lost by San Francisco to 40, but I think this is a different team now yeah. than it was at that point. So Definitely. Um, but ASU, ASU does not always play well offensively, so it could get ugly for them. But I I just, I feel good about this team, man. I keep saying it. Why not us? Someone's got to be the Cinderella. Us. Yes. Um, Jose is saying TCU leaves the lanes open. I think ASU can take advantage. Very fair point. Daniel giving us the score prediction saying ASU wins 64 to 63. God, I, my um, heart can't take that. Do you want to give us a score prediction? Yeah, like I said, I think it'll be around that 65. I, I think I said 67, 74. Or 67-62, I think, was ultimately my prediction on the score on the show yesterday. So I'll stick with around there. I think it was going to be about like a, a five, four or five point dub in the 60s for ASU. Okay, fair. I'm going to go in the same range. I'm going to say ASU 68, TCU 66. Okay. I think we all, a unanimous decision is that we are going to be in for one hell of a game. I don't yes. think we're going to get a lopsided game today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be electric either way. I'm really excited to watch it. Go Devs, even though I've been banned from saying that. Um. <laughs> I just, oh, I want to I wanna respond to Aaron. He's an AZ fan here. Tavellis is not an NBA prospect, not athletic enough. Good college player, won't translate. We talked about him going to the draft um, because I think that's the right decision for him, but I 100% agree. that he is. I don't think he is going to sniff actual time playing in the NBA ever in his life. Um, yeah. I don't, like, he does not. He's not a good enough outside shooter, and I don't think he has a high enough motor. To be a good NBA player, yeah. Um, so I 100 percent summer leaguer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he'll get drafted and be summer league. Probably spend some time in the G League, uh, but especially being European, he might just end up going back to play in Europe at some point. Yeah, which I think is somewhere he might actually be able to, to yeah, have a decent absolutely. career. Absolutely, I think out of anyone on their roster that the Wildcats currently have, he's the only one though that should or will declare for the draft this year. Yeah, this, this year. year. This year, I think Balo can actually yeah. make. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I agree. I even asked. I was like, is, "Do you think Balo's ready before the show?" But I don't think he yeah. is. And I, I mean, Ballo, eventually, Ballo he's small, but keep saying it. Kylan Boswell is a basketball play. He's a basketeer, if you will. Basketeer. Um, <laughs> uh, and like you Dev Cambridge Jr. That. No, no, no. It's a, not an inside joke, I guess. But if you Google, if you type in Dev Cambridge on uh, or Devin Cambridge on Google, sometimes it'll pop up and say that his profession is basketeer, That's not hilarious. basketball player. Um, Love that. And Kylan Boswell is a basketeer. Um, yes. So he, he's going to be, he's a foundational corner piece of the Conference of Champions, like I said. You love to see it. Well, go Devs. Um, hopefully they can pull it out against TCU. I'm so proud of us for having a show about U of A and ASU and no one killing each other in the comments. You guys are the absolute best. Well, U of A fans, they yeah. can't do anything. They're probably not even alive. <laughs> they're, right they're pretty quiet. They're probably, <laughs> they're probably <laughs> yeah, they're, they're hibernating. Not like they have to, not like they <laughs> no, have to pay attention. No, we had U of A fans, Elizabeth, in the comments. That's true. But Elizabeth's a loyal. She's a yeah, diehard. Elizabeth's a diehard. She's also enjoying her uh, postnuptial bliss. So mm. we love to see it. Um, all right. Anything else about ASU? Jonathan. Now about ASU, no. Um, it's just it's a great day to be a devil. It's why great. not? Like literally, why not us? Oh, actually, I'm I do have one more money. question for you. Oh, what's that? Don't kill me for asking this, and I'm gonna knock on one immediately. If the Devs lose this game, mm -hmm. how do you classify this season? A success. Making the tournament was always the question for me. Okay, it's um, a 23 win team. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a 23 win team, and I think I, I think everyone's perspective. If they had spaced out their losses. 
throughout the year and didn't have that four-game losing streak and also didn't lose to Texas Southern. It, so if you got rid of that one, what was a really bad loss and then spaced out their losses, I don't think it's a question that this is a tournament team. I don't think we're ever really nervous on Selection Sunday. Um, and I don't think anyone's, I don't think anyone's even, I, it's yeah. a fair question to ask, but I don't think anyone's asking that question if that happens. Um, this is, it was a success that they made the tournament. It, honestly, it was a success, success that they beat U of A after having the number of wins they did to beat U of A the way they did. Um, everything else after that, I think was icing on the cake. Um, like Aaron said, and the fact that they not only made the tournament, but won a game in the tournament, technically yeah. speaking. You're playing with house money. This is a this is a massive success. Yeah. Plus um, next week you got two really good four stars coming in. Yeah. 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 So um, and even if they get bounced, there's no questions about Bobby Hurley's future with this team. No. Well, there will be there forever, before. but there shouldn't be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it, there was it, before. It was there was a whole season. article about it before. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think there ever should have been yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah. For me, the question was always, can you make the tournament? And they did. And also, like. Like even if they hadn't won, but is the, made making the tournament, the tournament really enough? Like you, we this year it was. I think that was the bar this year. Okay, um, was just to make the tournament, and or maybe maybe it was to win a tournament game. Yeah. I, I think that would be. Fair, but they did that. So I, I, whatever I think any reasonable bar you had for this year, I think they surpassed it. They okay. beat U of A and Mikhail. They made the tournament. They won a tournament game. They made it past the first day of the Pac-12 tournament. They did everything that people doubt Bobby Dowders said that he couldn't do. But this has to be the last year of just make the tournament, right? Like we have to get further than this next year. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, probably. But also like, I don't think like there's, how so, many there's so much turnover in college basketball. It's hard to get consistency. Yeah. Right. I, and I know that, but just like how many times can we have, uh, but I think any self-respecting basketball program, your goal every year is to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, there's no other thing to strive for than making the tournament, but I'm just saying like, at what point do we stop being satisfied with just making the tournament and then getting bounced in the first round? Oh, you got to ask you obey that question too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. Like, but they, it, they also made it a sweet 16 last year. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously they're a better program than ASU, but um, I, I think you you also have to look at it in the context of like what is this roster actually supposed to achieve? Because um, like ASU, like this is a, they, they ASU has I think outperformed themselves. U U of A underperformed. Well, you could look at it two ways. I think they underperformed based on their expectations, but overperformed based on the talent that was on the roster. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I'm not, you know, I like if this is what they accomplish next year, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's a failure because they didn't do more than last year. Like, I, I'm fine with them doing this uh, not every year because eventually if you keep if you do this for four straight years, then the bar is going to right, raise. But like next year specifically, I don't I'm not looking for them. Like, I don't think it's going to be a failure if they make the tournament and only if they are a first four team and win that game, and then lose in the first round. Like, I'm not going to consider that a failure next year. Mm. The year after that, maybe. Yeah. Brent in the comments saying something I actually agree with. Um, winning a playing game is not winning a tournament game. 64 legit teams. If ASU wins today, that's a tourney win. I actually agree. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I agree in general that I don't really consider the first four part of the tournament. But as we I've discussed with a number of people, it says March Madness on the court. It counts as a tournament <laughs> win. And also, like I have I have said consistently, this team is better than a playing game. They did they deserve to have a a a, a buy straight into the round of 64. Um, so mm. either way, they, they made it here. So um they are an NCAA tournament team, regardless of which way you look at it. Yeah, for sure. Well, go Devs, baby. Let's get this bread. Um, to end the show. <laughs> it's time to end the show. Well, before we do more that, importantly, though, Sean is going to bless us it's time with an ad read. <laughs> for 
a manscaped read. I'm going to plug my ears and turn away. A small child just came into this room. <laughs> it might be best not, if she leaves. Small, I'm do, I am doing a manscaped read <laughs> with Derek's daughter <laughs> in my peripheral. I'm not ready for this. Um, okay, go. I don't know if you knew this, uh, but spring has sprung. It has. And our friends at Manscaped, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, there's some stuff here. I was going to read it. I'm not going to. Oh God, I'm doing okay. this off dome. Uh, one thing that's always a big deal in the NCAA tournament is like is the balls, right? Because <laughs> they have these these Wilson balls that a lot of people have not been using. And like at Syracuse, for example, they use Nike. ASU, they use Adidas. And for players, the texture of the balls is really important. <laughs> you can't throw me off like that. They 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 want. <laughs> so awkward for me to listen to. They want consistency in the texture of their balls. Um, speak and, and, and no one is better at delivering consistency when it comes to the texture of your balls than Manscaped. Um, and like I said, spring has sprung. And our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for, for some spring cleaning, whether it's below the belt or above the neck. Um, they already helped tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get perfect presentation on that that beautiful face of yours with the new beard hedger pro kit make sure to look your best this spring by using code phnx bets Ooh, shout out phnx bets every day monday through friday at noon um listen i asked and max said yes so phnx bets to get 20 percent off and free shipping at manscape.com i've been trying to grow the facial hair but a while for a while i was really hesitant because i didn't really have the right tools to trim it keep it clean shout out manscape now i got it i can rock with the facial hair um and you should too. Manscaped, it's the best. They got different bombs for your facial hair and the tools to keep it nice and trim. And then they also, you know, they like I said, they got everything um, to make sure you have consistency when it comes to the texture of your balls. So check them out. Manscaped.com. That actually wasn't as horrible as I thought it was going to be. Um, Listen, I'm, did you say you can save 20% off yes, and free shipping? I did say all that. Okay. We love that. Gets your 20% off now over at Manscaped. Yeah. Um, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Thank, Thank you, you for sparing me from that. I'm supposed to. I mean, I don't know how much well, how much worse do you think I was, I was talking about the texture of someone's balls. How how much worse could it get? <laughs> Have you heard Mr. Peter? Yeah, fair, fair Mr. enough. Mr. Petey? Yeah, yeah and fair his enough. Roman ad reads. Yeah, are no, you no, kidding fair me? Enough. And, and his manscaped ad reads. And his man yeah, his manscaped ad reads are otherworldly. So I know how bad it can get. Yeah, and that's I fair. think you spared me from the awkwardness of having to listen to anything worse. I, I didn't spare you, I spared Derek's daughter. <laughs> yeah, it was all for her. Um oh my god. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. You are all the absolute best. Roaring for Connor, Jan, Low Tone Capone, Elizabeth, um, everyone else in the comments, Charles, Chris. I can't see everyone else, but you are all the absolute best. Thank you so much for tuning in. Brent, Aaron, Daniel, all of our homies. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next Friday at 1230, but don't forget to get your tickets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tickets to the takeover before they're gone. There's only three of them left. So run, don't walk, get your tickets and also get your tickets for our tea party coming up. The tea party will be here before you know it. And you don't want to miss out on that very fun event either. I'm very concerned about what's about to happen. As am I. They're going to be very upset that you're not a bubble. But, yeah. Okay. Take that claw. All right. All right. Put it upside okay. down. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Let's go, devs. See Works you guys up. next Friday at 1230.